Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Happy Friday, everybody. This is the Neighborhood Watch. I am your host, Josh Neighbors. On today's show, your all's questions from the mailbag. We'll talk about Washington State, Oregon State, their future in the Power Five, potentially. Pac-12 TV deal, what it will look like, the future of the Power Five. You all sent a bunch of awesome questions. Please continue to do do so. Even if we don't hit them on this show, we will hit them at some point. So please, please, please continue to send your questions. You all can find us on Twitter at NWPod365. You all can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find us Crystal Ball College Football on YouTube and also wherever you all get your podcasts. We are part of the 365 Sports Network. And also, if you all have not already, please subscribe to the channel. We cover stuff from a Big 12 angle, but also we talk conference realignment, Big 12 expansion, gambling lines, all of those things are on this channel once again. I'm your host, Josh Neighbors. So you all sent some really strong questions. I've got five of them listed right here. I think we should be able to get through all of them. Continue to send those, though, because I will be answering these throughout the summer. And we get to those dog days, folks. Um, it's going to be, you know, it'll, it'll be great to have these. Also, coming up next week, we're going to begin our previews starting next week. Let's see, when does the calendar turn to uh, July? So end of next week, right? July 1st, next Saturday. So we will continue on this path, uh, you know, with the with the conference realignment and whatnot, but then we'll, we'll jump to previews. Up first, the winner goes to spoils. Kansas State with John Kurtz, TCU with Stephen Simcox, and then we'll work our way down the ladder from there. All right, let's do it. Your all's questions. This first one, a fantastic one. Uh, I didn't. I should have written down who sent these, but if you sent this, uh, I'll you know uh, remind me. I'll, I will make sure I get these next time. Is there a place for Oregon State and Washington in a Power Five league if the Pac-12 dissolves? This is a fantastic question for multiple reasons. It highlights what's wrong with the sport. It highlights college football. It highlights what's wrong with college athletics at this point in time. It highlights fan bases. It highlights two really interesting programs uh, that are comparable to some Big 12 programs, right? And so let's start with, with the situation here, right? Let's say that Oregon and Washington were to go to the Big Ten. Or let's just say, uh, you know, let's just say in the end, in the end times, right, uh, for this. Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten, four corner schools leave. The disarray Pac-12 is there. What happens to an Oregon State in Washington? Uh, because, you know, you question their future. And it kind of gets to the, the, one of the big sticking points here is that I don't think Big 12 and Pac-12 fan bases should be at war with each other because this is a big thing that we all, we all kind of deal with is that we'd all like our schools to have a chance to compete at the highest level, right? If you're an Iowa State fan or you're a Washington State fan, if you're an Oregon State fan or an Oklahoma State fan, you want your school to be able to compete at the highest level not win all the time, but that's what you want because that's what matters to you. I've said this a lot. You know, if they were to take make a super league in college football, 
and take Alabama and all the in top schools and separate them from everybody else. Um, you know, I'm not saying the ratings would tank, but that would hurt them, right? If you're going to professionalize college football, well, there actually is a professional product happening on Sundays and I can go and watch that. And sure, I want my college football on Saturdays, but if you detach, you know, if, if, if Kansas State can't play TCU end of the year, why do I care? You know, if Missouri can't play Alabama, I went to Missouri, that's why I'm picking this. Why does it matter? Why should I care what happens in the Alabama game? Because my investment is with the school I grew up with forever and who they can play and who they can be, right? So if Washington State doesn't get to play with everybody, like why do Washington State fans care? And look, this is not just something that applies to Washington State. When we're talking about the idea of like a super league or two breakaway leagues. How big are the leagues? Because there are 100 FBS schools. You'd be disenfranchising a ton of fan bases if you went in that direction. Uh, you know, if we're going to go, go towards a super league. And so, you know, I, I'm not even saying just in the super league. Like, I think every all, all of these schools matter in some way, shape or form. Now, it's an altruistic way to look at it. But I think a really good kind of awesome example of this is Oregon State football. And I'm reason I'm typing really fast. Uh, I had this up earlier by season record. Right. The reason why I'm pulling up Oregon State is because what Jonathan Smith is building right there is fantastic. You know, think about, okay, two and 10 is first year, five and seven, then two and five in the COVID year. So you can kind of throw that out. So let's just, let's just throw out COVID year. Okay. Two and 10, five and seven, seven and six, 10 and three. And they beat their hated rival, Oregon. That's awesome. And they are building to something. And look, even if what they're building to is a Pac 12 championship game appearance or Pac 12 championship, if they win and it's, you know, let's just say they win the Pac 12 this year, even next year, right? Let's just say they were able to do that. That would be an automatic birth into a college football playoff. And that to me is fantastic and significant. Am I saying that they would beat Alabama or Georgia or whoever or an LSU? No. But the fact that that could happen, it would be significant. We could all celebrate it. To me is what matters about college football and college sports. Same thing for Washington State. It's been an up and down program, but then you saw what Mike Leach did there and it's it's you know, it's possible. Um, it's possible to win there. You know, we took that team to extraordinary heights for what that program was for a long time. For a lot of us who played that college football video game, it kind of always knew that Washington state in some way, shape or form was like kind of the laughing stock, you know, the PAC 12, you know, you know, they call it, it's called it the crapple cup between Washington and Washington state. Um, so, I mean, you know, those schools matter to the question at hand though, is there a place for them? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. Right. They are not, they have not been mentioned at all in any talk of big 12 expansion. Um, they have not been mentioned by ACC and it does not seem like, you know, uh, the big 10 would reach an olive branch out even with Oregon state and Oregon and Washington. So to me, they'd be stuck in whatever the zombie pac 12 is. Now I don't, here's my, my big thought the entire time is I don't think the pac 12 was going to dissipate. I think whatever happens, there will remain a Pac-12. You know, uh, whatever happens to Stanford and Cal, I don't know. But Oregon State and Washington State are the bedrock of that. And you add a bunch of schools from different places out west. It might not be the Pac-12 we remember or no, but I think a Pac something just because the history and the branding is appealing because all of those conferences and schools can just kind of jump into it and be like, all right, we are the Pac-12 now, right? We're going to carry that name. Uh, It's a better name, you know, Mountain West, WAC, whatever it is the best brand out West is still the PAC 12. That's the best brand. And so I think you carry that brand forward and just rebrand and and go with some new schools. 
regardless, regardless of whether the heavy hitters are there. So I think, you know, if we still now, if you consolidate all the Western conferences, I mean, there's a case. It's still a power five. Like if you were to say there's power five, but really we're talking about power four at that point, um, you know, with the ACC involved. So I think there is a spot. If you're saying power five is still a term. Yes. But if it's, we're talking power conferences and the PAC 12 dissipates in some ways that folks might think it does. I, I don't think they're going to be part of what a power four is. Um, so that that's where I am with those, those schools. Does a PAC deal, um, if there is a PAC deal to the Big 12, why haven't they announced it yet? Well, this is an interesting question because I, I think, number one, they don't have a TV deal. Um, I've discussed what John Wilner said on our show the other day about, you know, about him being a bit more optimistic about them hammering out details. And look, he does more reporting than I do, so I'll, I will defer in, in some senses. But also, I know from what I've seen, there is no TV deal yet. If they had a TV deal, they'd stop speculating. And I've said this a bunch. I will keep saying it. You all know I like that phrase, but I'll keep saying this. If you have something to report, if you have something to show us, you would not continually tell us that you have something to show us. You would just show us or tell us the deal. You would not say, well, in a few weeks, and also we're very well together and we're aligned. We want to be together, right? We know Colorado took a meeting with the Big 12. We know from reporting from Jason Shear that, look, and we know Colorado is getting a little bit antsy. We know we know they look. We got to start moving on this. We know Arizona has interest in the Big Twelve as well. According to Jason Shear, those conversations have been happening. Um, and so you'd think along those lines, like you know, it, they wouldn't be exploring those options if everything were, were down. You know, all good. They're doing their due diligence. Uh, some folks might still think you know them staying in the pack. The big question is like, will they get Big Twelve money? I, I don't think that's there. I think the better question is, do they get a television deal done that appeases everybody to the point where they all stay? That is the better question. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't see where the reporting that we've heard indicates they're going to get those numbers. And if they do, God love them. A great job by George Klyavkov of squeezing that out, if that is the case. But from what we've heard, the players involved, you know, ESPN and Fox, who offered that deal initially, they took that deal down, right? So, so here's the thing: if ESPN had offered that. Right. Let's just say ESPN had offered the Big 12 deal to PAC, which has been reported. Okay. The Big 12 gets their deal, 31, whatever it is. ESPN and company rescind that deal from a supply and demand standpoint, from an economic standpoint. Why would the next person bidding on that not look and say, well, if ESPN is no longer offering that and they're not involved, then why would I offer that if I'm Amazon? What is inclining me? to give you all that strong of an offer unless there's somebody else pushing you, unless the CW is pushing you, you know, let's just say ESPN's at 25 million per school. Um, you know, Amazon might say, all right, well, we'll go 28, you know, to appease you, get you kind of in the ballpark, right? It's PAC 12 saying, no, 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 just to hop on a streamer. We need to go all the way to the big 12 money, right? That that's the only situation in which this, this would happen. So, I think, it, I mean, here's the thing. If they had a deal similar to the Big 12s, it would be signed, sealed, and delivered. I think that that posturing of, well, we're going to get in that ballpark. We'll be there. We'll be in the Big 12 ballpark. Yeah, if that were the case, you know, I mean, you might be demanding that still, but folks are dropping out. And if folks drop out near Amazon and Apple, and it's like, all right, well, who are we bidding against? It's like I say with coaches all the time. You know, why do we give these guys massive extensions sometimes in college sports? Who are you bidding against? 
was somebody going to come and take Josh Heupel for $9 million? You know, that's the kind of stuff that happens. So who, but the thing is, the difference is on this, these, these companies are a bit stingier than schools are. Schools spend, 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 spend. They're spend. That's what they do, man. They get the money to spend it. Like nonprofits do. Schools are, you know, uh, these, these companies, uh, they were spending. They're not as much before. They're now being a bit more tight with the cash. Uh, so if they had that, they had that deal, they would, I think we, we'd know about it by now. And, and that's what kind of my read on this. Have you heard of your Mark has given the four, uh, the four corner schools. I think it's something about July 1st. I forgot what exactly what it was. Um, Oh, here's, here's next. Sorry. Here's the next one I want to do. Uh, what linear broadcast company is better off if the PAC 12 stays together? This is an excellent question as well. Um, if we're talking linear, I don't, here's the thing for ESPN. Like can ESPN offer as many late night TV games if the PAC 12 goes away? No, but do they really care? Right. If the, if the Big 12 is able to take away two schools that are towards out west, if you've got, school, you've got two schools, you know, three schools, I mean, you've got a school in Utah, a school in Arizona, a school in Colorado, they're going to be playing late games. They can offer those games, you know, th those home games will be late. And they can offer those late games and, and fill out that time slot. That's what's important to them. And Fox can do it too. And so if you're ESPN, because they've agreed to that pro rata, what you would think with the ESPN side of things is this, is that, well, why would we take the whole conference? If we don't want Wazoo, and, and we, we talked about this yesterday, the TV companies drive all of this. So if we're not hearing Washington State and Oregon State's name in all of this, I think it's safe to say it's because it has not been brought up as a TV companies by as very, very valuable. We know that ESPN agreed any Power 5 edition will, will fetch that 21 or whatever the price is, that pro rata money. Um, but, you know, but like, so the Big 12, you know, they, they could add Washington State, but, like it's the, but they would not do it without the consent, the, the consent of ESPN. So, um, you know, for ESPN, you might be thinking, well, we can still get late night games but not have to pay for Stanford and Cal and Oregon State and Washington State and Arizona. And Arizona State, like, like we can kind of cut some of the fat, still offer stuff in those time slots in terms of conference play that satisfies late night games. Because what are late night games? They are late night games. They are the only thing. It's live sports, live college football, live football at night. People still have ESPN on, but you're not locked in all the time to ASU UCF. It'd be fun. It'd be great to Arizona, Iowa State. Fun. Great. Nice to have on. But those games are what they are. UCLA versus Washington State, Washington State versus Arizona State, Oregon State versus Cal. Those games are what they are, right? They are filler. They, they help satisfy a schedule. They do decent numbers, but they are the only show in town. And so ESPN, if they were desperate to get that, because you know, the Pac-12 was the only late night thing, they were desperate to get it, though. I feel like something would be hammered out by now, and they would be more in than what the reporting has told us. So... Not really sure, you know, if if, uh, if the Pac-12 stays together, who who wins off that? Now, I mean, whoever signs them up for them might feel like they're winning, right? The ability to kind of have a conference at a good price. You might feel like that's a win, right? Um, but do you want the whole thing? Do you want the whole the whole prize? Excuse me. You know, if you're Apple TV, you know, is it, are, do you feel great about it? Because, you know, it's, hey, we're in the space now. Well, yeah, it's, it's, but Apple TV, it's not, it's not, 
SEC. It's not Big Ten. It's it's Arizona State versus Colorado. You know, and that that's like if that's your stake in your claim. It's a foot in the door, sure, but like these these companies, like they want to go big game hunting. At least that's the indication that I've gotten. So I, but like that's a part of this too. Is like we don't have a deal yet because what company is like the Pac-12 gotta have it? Bits and pieces might be all you need. The Big Twelve, once again, the Big Twelve exists, you know, in their television capacity because they're gonna help Fox and ESPN fill out a TV schedule. They've got compelling and interesting matchups that help you fill out a TV schedule that can be played at noon, three, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, you pick time. They can play these games because of all the locations that they are. That nationwide ability is offering more. That's why the Big 12 wants to go all the way out west. And I'm curious about ESPN's appetite for all of that. Um, once again, appetite from those companies has driven a lot of this. What are the chances the P uh, Pac-12 stays in the Power 5? This is something that we addressed, uh, addressed earlier on, right? The, uh, the idea that they stay in the Power 5. Um, I think it depends on how many schools they leave, but also it also matters about the college football playoff as well, right? Do you think that schools, you know, if you have an automatic entry to the college football playoff, which six conferences will in about a year and a half, do you think that means you're a power five conference? I think it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting question. I think there are differing sides on this. I would say that mm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure just having the ability to be in there uh, makes you, you know, makes you a power five conference. Now, you know, I think the big question for them is like, if you maintain Oregon and Washington, it's going to be hard to not see you as a power five conference, even if the back part of your conference sucks. Right. If you, I mean, and the back part of the pack has been bad. It's been bad, bad. Their top is strong. They have a good, nice, nice area up there, but the, the back is bad. So, uh, you know, I think what qualifies you as a power conference, because here's the thing, guys, power five is a, a term we still use and whatnot, but really we're talking about two conferences distancing themselves right now. So the terms power five, power league, all of those things, it feels like we're going to have some change pretty soon in the way we define that. What, what makes you a power league? Uh, what ultimately de defines that kind of thing? Um, let's see. I want to see if there's any other, let's see. Uh, how would you know how many extra months it would take to structure a multi-bidder deal that includes new players to college athletics is something that, uh, a Oregon state fans offers. Sure. That, that this, this responds more to something that we said yesterday about like, you know, uh, what do we know about a new TV deal? But here's the thing is that nothing's pointing towards this being like extra complicated and extra different. Sure, they are new, but is the Pac-12 so special that their deal is just taking more time because we've got new, innovative players? It's still a television contract, and it's not like the MLS deal took extra time to hammer out. It's not, I didn't hear anything about Amazon Prime and, and, and the NFL having extra time to hammer it out. Yeah, it's college sports, but I don't think there's anything extra taking this stuff to hammer it out just because I think we're at the point now where, where the, the Pac-12 is not seeing the numbers they want, and they haven't seen hard numbers yet is what we're hearing. So I'm kind of of that, of that mind. I don't think, I, I, I think sure it's nuanced, but also it's a, it's a demand thing. I don't think the demand is there. And also the demand at the price, uh, you know, the, the demand for the PAC 12 at the price that they place it. I don't think it's there right now. And the way that the PAC 12 believes it is. 
All right. That will do it for today's show. Uh, thank you all for watching the Neighborhood Watch. Follow us on Twitter at NWPod365. You all can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show over at your podcast and on YouTube as well. Uh, please subscribe. Please, 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 please subscribe. We'll see you guys on.